Welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Campbell. Nelson, if my calculations are correct, mm-hmm. we've just hit episode 240, which yes. not exciting in itself, but it did remind me that perhaps, Nelson, when we get to episode 420, oh. 420 oh. let me tell you, yeah. there's two people that don't smoke weed. Yeah. It'll be very uneventful. We've been a normal episode. Just a regular episode. Cambo, can I totally ruin what you've just said? Sure. This is episode 241. And yes, I ah. did title the show notes 240. But that's because last week I couldn't send an email to the inbox oh, because right. we had no internet. Yeah. So We've often been confused. Yeah. Like either side of one episode out in a lot yeah, of our show yeah. notes, episode titles and stuff. <laughs> yeah. We know it's it's roughly 240-ish. We should title the episodes not by numbers, but like, I don't know, expectations. Like, we're still here. You know? <laughs> Episode, we're still here. And then, you know, continue from that. I think that's more, gives people a better idea. Yeah. Like, oh, what episode are they up to? Oh, they're still going. That's, <laughs> that's all you really need to know, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, anywho, Kembo, this week. I tried to um, tried to give some blood. Sure, did not go well. Interesting, because now mm-hmm. I'm just expecting you running in bleeding, like take it, take it, <laughs> quick, 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 quick. <laughs> no, I I obviously carried in a bucket of blood. <laughs> I'm not uncouth. Got, yeah. got this from some guy. <laughs> yeah, I came in with a bucket of the blood, and they said, "Oh my god, what are you doing with that?" And I said, uh, "I'm here to donate blood." And they said, "Is that human blood?" And I said, "Most of it." And apparently. <laughs> That wasn't there acceptable. Was, a lot of it is. There was some blood in the bucket. Can't account for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could have been anything. <laughs> um, no, I had a weird experience because, yeah, I went to give blood and then uh, I got up to the point, like, they stuck the needle in my arm mm. and then uh, it wasn't coming out properly and apparently she'd hit a valve. I don't really know what that means. Right. Um, but robot. it was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, I've hit a wire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so she was like, um, oh, yeah, sorry, can't, you know. Oh, well, actually, what happened was she called somebody else over and the other person, thank God I'm not somebody that's like, concerned about or you know is um anxious about giving blood Mm. because the lady comes up and they're kind of whispering to each other i wasn't really paying attention and then she just like kind of touches the end of the needle in my arm and it starts vibrating and she's like oh yeah it's vibrating she's like oh you should you should touch it and like to the other nurse and then and every time she touches it i can feel it's like (laughs) slightly more painful like Uh it wasn't really that bad uh and i can feel it vibrating and then and this whole time, she's, like, talking to the other lady and touching my, the needle in my arm. She's not, like, looking at me yeah. at all. You're, I was like... You're just a sack of blood there. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I felt like. I'm just a product that comes in and, uh, yeah. Does she keep calling you it? <laughs> Grab its arm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That cheap piece of meat over there. Um Anyway, yeah, so it was a bit awkward. But, yeah, she, she was like... And then still... And then she said to me... Oh, you just wanted to, uh, you, you're just doing this for sure, right? You didn't really want to give us blood. Up until this point, I hadn't been told I can no longer go on with it, you know? I just thought that, like, 
you know, I'd, maybe it would take longer uh-huh. or they can do the other arm. Because yeah. I even said, I was like, oh, just, yeah. do, you want to do the other arm? Not They're to like, brag, oh, but, no, but I've got two arms. <laughs> I've got two arms. <laughs> I know. And they were like, oh, no, sorry, we can't. I was like, oh, okay. And then, and yeah, just like, that, so, that was it. So the fact that she hit a valve yeah. made you not be able to get blood anymore. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It was weird. I mean, I take their word for it. Do you know what, though? As I was, as she was sort of kind of like patching me up, she's like, oh, still make sure you eat some of the chips and cookies before you go. I was like, oh, yes, please. <laughs> this is the best circumstance. You thought I, I only came here for the cookies. And you the thought ones. I was coming here for the kudos, but I'm coming here for the chips. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Bloody suckers, I say. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, I also got a text afterwards. It was like, hey, thanks for getting by. You're amazing. <laughs> It sort of doesn't feel right, does yeah. it? Anyway. Uh, okay, let's get into it, Cambo. Uh, this first uh, Reddit on Reddit is... Uh, it's going to be an Ask Reddit. I'd prefer if you didn't judge me on okay. that. Okay. Uh, and uh, we're just going to go through a few. This was by Sand and Son. Uh, and it was titled, What's your go-to under five-minute meal? Go-to under five-minute meal. Yeah. Do you have one to start with? I feel like yours and mine are probably going to be fairly similar. Okay. If yeah. I can preempt what I think you're going to say, oh, okay. yeah, which yeah. is tuna and rice. Mm, yeah, and, yeah. And mine is that, but it's probably chicken and rice. Mm. It's um, chicken, rice, and then th- this is the really lazy way to do it is you get like a cream of chicken soup instead of any kind of like whatever. Uh, and just yeah, pour yeah, it over yeah. the chicken and it becomes like a... Dr- like a yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's not bad. Mm. Uh, Very heavy meal as well. Yeah. You'll feel it. Feeling. Yeah, yeah. Because normally it's like a condensed thing of soup. Like, <laughs> yeah. kind of boring. like, it's a very heavy meal. That's true. I forgot you did that. I remember, yeah, yeah one time. That's a particular that. And I was like, meal. that's genius. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, see, I can't even be bothered cooking the chicken in that scenario or even the soup itself. I'm like, oh, can of tuna, just whack yeah. that in. It. You basically just cook rice. Yeah. And then you put anything in that doesn't actually require cooking itself. It's fine. Put like garlic in and stuff. It's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's normally my go-to. Or I'll say, can't pass up a good cereal. Cereal? <laughs> Grilled cheese sandwich? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Another that's another pretty quick true. one. Uh, still, for me, that's like, uh, I've got to like get out the bread. What if you have like a jaffalion? Yeah. That the- takes a lot. You put the bread in and mm. you got to butter it, I guess. Yeah, well, see, that's the problem. <laughs> got to butter it. Ugh, what a pain in the butt. Yeah. I guess the new version of this is Uber Eats, isn't it? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Way more than five minutes. Yeah, though. five minute meal, quarter pound of meal from the McDonald's down the road. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, you that's go, the you go to the fast meal. delivery section of Uber Eats. Like, mm-hmm. What can I get within five to ten minutes? Yeah, that's that's true. Um, which, to also, which that McDonald's always shows up under that section for me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, maybe the quickest, but most well put together and delicious meal I think mm-hmm. is. Stand outside the front of a restaurant, mm-hmm. swipe someone's meal. Because <laughs> it's brought to their table. <laughs> well, you know when normally yeah. in the so kitchen they ding the bell when they when the meal's ready and they put yeah. it over the pass? You just hang around that area. <laughs> so, yeah, this, this is the... Um, you need to live within five minutes of a restaurant for this to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But put on a white shirt and a bow tie. Ah, oh, perfect. Enter yeah. the restaurant, hang out <laughs> near the kitchen alcove in which they put meals up and ding the bell. Yeah. 
Grab one of those meals. Like, oh, at your beef bourguignon for, <laughs> for dinner. Love it. Took no time at all. I wasn't really in the mood for gnocchi, but yeah. I mean, I guess it's off. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I can wait for the next time, but I'm really hungry, like right now. So. You get a dish and you, and you look at it and you go, oh, actually, they ordered this without the mushroom. Uh, we able to get this to the mushroom tank now. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's, I'm new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, anywho, so I thought that uh, for a bit of entertainment, perhaps some advice from other people. I mean, we've given the best advice already, but swipe a meal at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, uh, but in case you wanted maybe some more tips uh-huh. and stuff, uh, I thought I'd go through some people's responses. Uh, this first one is by I'm Holder. Uh, they said. Two hot dogs and a side of judgment from my fiance. <laughs> Do you know what the best thing is about this? What? I don't have a fiance. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> it's it's yeah. the best meal possible. Yeah, hot, hot dogs. I like to think, for brevity's sake, they mm. forewent the bun. Yeah, yeah. Get the hot dog from the water down the gullet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't even chew. <laughs> Throw it yeah. up in the hot, air. Hot dog is a good. Um, see, the, yeah, I didn't think of that at all for like a go-to quick meal, yeah. but it is. Yeah, maybe I feel like they're not quite as widely available here in this country. It's not mm. that you can't get them. Yeah, but I feel true. like they're just less common. Yeah, yeah. To, to kind of just have on hand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's but not yeah, like that's a, that's pretty. A boiled mm. egg, I guess, in that same thing. You just boil some water and yeah. chuck it in. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Well, I like the idea that, um, yeah, because you can just chuck it in some water and then in the microwave yeah. and then yeah, not yeah. think about it. So mm. that's good. Good. Um, okay, here's another one. It's by Akinbiblo12. Uh, quesadilla. Super quick and easy to make, and there's a ton of ingredients that you can add without much effort that will make it even better. I totally disagree. Yeah, this sounds like it doesn't sound like a hard meal, but it sounds longer than five minutes. It's way longer than five minutes. Yeah, even I think when you get like a a quesadilla or a taco mix, like Mm. we have Aldo Paso. Yeah. um, Even though they do the majority of the work for you, that's still longer than a five minute meal. Yeah. To put everything together. Exactly. Too way too much effort. Um, Delicious, sure, absolutely. Not super quick enough. Um. I also hate, do you know what I hate is when there's like recipes. Like I had the um, uh, Jamie Oliver 15-minute meal book, mm-hmm. I think, right? And uh, some great recipes in there. All, honestly, all of those take me like at least an hour. Because part of it, the main part of it, is like getting the ingredients together. Like if you've got yeah. lettuce or something, you got to yeah. chop that. It's, it takes fucking forever. 15 minutes. To cook. Yeah, to cook. <laughs> yeah. But to prepare, add an extra 20. Preparation yeah. time. It's the longest part yeah. of it. Because I'd be like, get your diced tomato. You're like, oh, damn it. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, by his logic, he could put he could put out a book that's like zero-minute meals, and they're all salads. <laughs> 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 Don't have to cook anything. Yeah. Just chuck it in. Technically, it's already done. <laughs> you just have to put it together. There's no time at all. <laughs> Um, uh, this next one is by King Beach, uh, King Peach, sorry. Uh, all I do is get a paper towel and put five Oreos on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 Good. Good one. <laughs> do that. I can't believe I haven't brought up party pies actually. Oh my God. Can be. That's five my, minutes for sure. My favorite food. 
Your, your favorite food for Going sure. to a first birthday party this afternoon. I do suspect I might get a party pie or two out of that. Oh, fancy. I should have done it after that because then I would have been in a super happy mood. Yeah. You would yeah. have never seen me more energetic yeah. than full of party pies. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yep. Essa618 says oatmeal or cereal. Bulume Mathian said buttered toast. I guess. Yeah. That's that is, I think, the absolute entry level to meal. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 constitutes yeah. something you've eaten and a meal? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> at right. what point does one? Because like you can eat an Oreo, but is that a meal? Yeah, not a meal. Yeah, that's not a meal. That's something you've eaten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buttered bread, I think, is is, mm. and only because I think it's like in the Bible yeah. <laughs> as a meal that people like. <laughs> Is the absolute minimum, I think. I see. I think buttered bread, not a meal. Buttered toast, meal. Okay. Yeah. 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 You've, you've cooked you've it. Cooked you've cooked it. <laughs> you've gone to that effort. That's fine. Or the difference is you could have buttered bread, but you had to make the butter yourself. Mm. Yeah. You've turned the, the butter. effort you put in. Yeah. <laughs> you've cook, gone to the What, what if you've cooked butter. the bread? You've baked the bread. Yeah, that would also yeah. be acceptable. <laughs> yeah, and, you have to and do if something. you've baked the bread and made the butter, you've got too much time. Yeah, you could have made a better meal. You, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> you could have swiped a meal. You could have swiped <laughs> ten meals on the time that you did that. Um. Uh. Cool. The I'm gonna go for um one more. I think. Uh. Uh, the Raven of Blades has said, uh, pre-cooked shit in the air fryer. I think that's actually a good good one to do. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of... Air fryers are great. So you're talking like frozen pack of fries or something like that into an air fryer? Is that what they're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Frozen stuff. But also I think you can even do it with like leftovers. Hmm. Put anything in an air fryer. It tastes great. Yeah. I've tried it. Yeah. Put your phone in there. Oh, yeah. Give it a go. It's ju- juicy. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I think we should move on now to Ask Reddit. Well, this will be different. What 10-minute meal <laughs> do you think is great? <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, this Ask Reddit is by GW2RNGR. Gutrunger. Uh, what is your most unpopular music opinion? Unpopular music opinion? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the problem with this, and I think this is true of movies and and any kind of art form really, Mm -hmm. is subjectivity really needs to be taken into account. Yeah. So like I can think of an unpopular music opinion, but it's unpopular for like guys of our age, Uh, not of people in general. Yeah, yeah. Which is um, I quite like there was a song came out a couple months ago by uh, Olivia Rodriguez called Driver's License, Mm -hmm. but it was huge. It was like the most streamed Spotify song, I think, of all time. So it's not an unpopular opinion. Yeah. I just think dudes our age don't really like it. It's like a sappy teenage love ballad, yeah. like breakup ballad. Yeah, right. Uh, so it's both an unpopular opinion in that, like, I'm sure among our friends, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be many people be like, oh, yeah, I really like Driver's License. Yeah. But so it's a hugely popular song. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, that that's true. It's kind so of it's, funny, It's, right, it's hard to quantify, I think. I think it's funny that there is sometimes a stigma around like uh, uh, pop music. Yeah. In that people are like, Ugh, can't believe you like the pop music crap. Pop, 
it's popular. Yeah. <laughs> so, so many people love yeah. that. Yeah. You know, this is pop music, the Rolling Stones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're incredibly popular. Um, uh, j- just if you click on this link, how high oh, okay. does the band Nickelback appear? I think uh, that'll be a very popular one. Yeah. Being that, that someone's like, I like Nickelback. I think they're okay. You know, which is a very popular band to dunk on. Or Green Day. Or something. I feel like maybe. Oh no, that's probably not as common. No, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, it depends. They've, I think they've fallen somewhat out of favor. Um, these. Okay. Uh, how about I just read a few? Okay. Uh, sometimes producers should have more credit than artists. So this isn't necessarily genre of music, but just uh, their their unpopular music opinion. Do you think that is an unpopular opinion? Um, I think it's something that people don't think about. Don't think about, yeah. But I think if you brought that up, people would be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is very much the... Change my view. Unpopular opinion yeah, subreddit. Yeah. yeah, where everything is a popular opinion, but people just haven't really thought about <laughs> it that much. Um, yeah, I think I think that's right. Uh, Reddit dude 2K said... Uh, did I say the first person? Max Benkel said the first thing. Uh, Reddit dude 2K, uh, instrumentals are heavily underrated. Mm-hmm. Again, probably not super unpopular, but I love yeah. instrumentals. I yeah. actually listen mainly probably to instrumental music, mm-hmm. or I've actually been listening to this artist called Low Raw, uh-huh. and there are lyrics in that song, but it's like really the the vocals are very melodic. Mm. So you know, a lot of like elongated yeah. words where it, it does try to be kind of instrumental uh-huh. in itself. And yeah, it's, yeah. I I think I've mentioned some of these bands on this podcast before someone wrote in asking for music recommendations i think one time all right uh and they specifically said that they quite like explosions in the sky which is an instrumental band oh yeah band. that's and right yeah, yeah the giants and these hands can separate the sky there's all kinds of great instrumental bands mm, yeah again i don't know if this is an un i guess it is an unpopular opinion in that the music is less popular yeah 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 uh, but that's i don't true. think again i don't think anyone would be like you're wrong for enjoying it yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare you? <laughs> you can't even understand what it's about because there's yeah. no lyrics to tell you. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like uh, Sigaros, the, um, the Icelandic band. They sing in Icelandic, obviously, but also they have their own dialect called Hoplantic, which doesn't actually mean anything. It's just melodic. Right. So the voice is an instrument in their music. Yeah, like, yeah. Like even in Icelandic, it's gibberish. Yeah. Yeah, I always find that really, really interesting. I always, I always think, and I think I've actually mentioned this before on the podcast, um, but if you're a new listener, that's great, um, which is people listen to way more instrumental music than they think they do. Yeah. Tons in TVs and, and movies and like, I mean, mainly instrumental probably in those medias because you don't want the lyrics to be, not always anyway, over the top. Um of like a dialogue or something like that in video games. It's a huge, like instrumental music is such a huge, like industry within video games because you always just want these things that set a tone, you know? And I think that people probably appreciate instrumental music more than they think they do. Look at film scores. Mm. Everyone loves the star Wars theme. Yeah. Yeah. It's an instrumental piece of music. Yeah. Harry Potter Potter. is another great one that people, people normally love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both the same composer. People just like John Williams, I guess. Oh, uh, just John Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's the only one. Or if you like bombs, you probably like Hans. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, wasn't it that um, uh, Williams was like he basically stole the melody of Star Wars from somebody? Yeah, else. I, I I showed you this recently, I think, because we no, it was one of our friends. Uh, 
uh, comedy shows, actually, they bring it up. Oh, right. Well, uh, yeah, we're, um, we're doing a Star Wars movie for Cancel Movie Report. Right. So there's a, there's a suite of music called The Planets, mm-hmm. a classical piece of music in the public domain. Right. And it is very similar yeah. to a lot of Star Wars music in that when we do these Cancel Movie Reports, we can't have copyrighted music. Yeah. So we actually use this suite of music from the the planet suite yeah for like the majority of the music in that episode right and yeah. it is almost indistinguishable <laughs> yeah it's even got the lasers going back <laughs> around look i am this is so, so very specific <laughs> yeah but do you think we should just have a like a a really wildly blanket unpopular opinion on music that we're confident that people probably won't protest that much based on their lack of knowledge mm. like if we just went Mozart is trash. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Mozart is that. I, I watched Amadeus. I rooted for the guy trying to kill Mozart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, good point. Uh, that's true. Anybody prior to the 1800s, rubbish. Yeah. They say he did Twinkle Twinkle Little Star as a kid. Yeah, it's a rubbish song. Yeah. Trash. <laughs> yeah. I prefer the ABC song that is to the tune of that song rather than the song itself. The cover version was better. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, that's good. Um, I did have an unpopular music opinion and I forgot what it was. I feel like you've said recently that you quite enjoy Smash Mouth, which I feel like might be okay, yeah. an, an unpopular music opinion. Mm-hmm. They get shit on a lot as a Mine band. is Though uh, more than that, Cambo. I think Aqua. <laughs> Barbie Girl. What yeah. a banger of a song yeah. that is. We, we've sung that song on this yeah. show. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, uh, but yes, anyway, uh, here's another one. Uh, this is by Legal Cartographer One. And this is one of the questions I bring up, and I'm, I'm heavily leaning onto you to provide the answers, Capo. Uh, what's the movie so bad that it killed off the whole franchise? <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like there is the, what I'm going to say is the obvious uh, answer to this, and okay. then I'm going to posit one. Mm-hmm. A little bit less obvious. Yeah. So the obvious answer, I think, the one that people would always point to is Batman and Robin. Oh right. right. Um, uh, they because the, from Batman '89 to Batman Returns to Batman Forever to Batman Robin, one continuity of movies. Yeah. It's supposed to be in the whole same universe and whatever. And then Batman and Robin was so bad. Yeah. That they just cancelled anything else they were going to do. Yeah. <laughs> but I argued that that didn't kill the franchise. It just rebooted it. Right, yeah. Because Batman, you'll notice, is still around and very popular and having movies made about him. Mm, In fact, the next one they made was like a critically acclaimed (laughs) movie. Yeah, that's true. The one I'm going to put out there Mm -hmm. is the Tom Cruise movie, The Mummy. Oh. Because do you know how this is how confident they were that that would start a franchise? Oh, my God. Is that it's made by Universal Pictures. Universal owns all the rights to the classic movie monsters. Yeah. And they were like, Marvel's big, DC's big. We're going to create our own universe of monsters. Yeah. So they branded it the Dark Universe. Mm -hmm. And if you watch the opening to The Mummy, they've created their own Dark Universe logo to intro the movie. And then before it was released, they they cast a bunch of people to be in, in the Dark Universe, including Johnny Depp, Javier Bardem, and uh, like a whole collection of people. And they took a group promo oh, photo no. to say, this is the whole Dark oh, Universe no. cast. And none of it happened because The Mummy was a bad movie. Oh, so bad. Oh, my God. But I think terrible. because it technically didn't start a franchise, yeah. people won't consider it. Mm, but it yeah. definitely was supposed to. Yeah, yeah. 
If they're making their own little logo intro for it, you yeah. know they had high hopes. That's right. No, I still think that qualifies for this question. I, I yeah, think yeah, so. yeah. Because <laughs> it's definitely a franchise movie. They're just one of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, how about and this one? This is one that I feel like maybe should have killed off the whole franchise. Although I, I'm almost certain there's another one coming out. Mm-hmm. You will know. Is uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? Yeah. Was just a terrible, <laughs> like the idea. You could watch all the other Indiana Jones, and yeah. you're like, yeah, they, they, the thematic, they, they follow these kind of uh, you, you mythical would say, tales. You would but say nothing, they're good. They're good. <laughs> they're good almost. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I think that's the word I was looking yeah. for to describe them. But they, they, while they are like you know mythical tales, yeah. they, they are still pseudo religiousy generally. Yeah, the, the Ark of the Covenant, mm-hmm. uh, the Holy Grail. There, yeah, these kind yeah. of like religious leaning, famous myths. The, there is a bit of obviously um, supernatural, supernatural elements yeah. like a yeah. Holy Grail. It's, obviously, is, yeah, it's, the second one as well. There's a lot of like demon worship and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, but the idea of aliens just seemed to take it into a whole uh-huh. more outlandish yeah. sort of sphere of you know that so, world again through uh, cancel movie report i've looked into the indiana jones franchise because we've covered one of the movies in fact this is a great indiana jones thing i think is the cancel movie was about uh the monkey king su wong uh, sun wukong yeah it's like an ancient chinese legend and it's like a golden monkey statue with like a hooped rod and it's this thing of legend and like that does kind of fit the indiana yeah, jones kind yeah. of thing mm-hmm. Uh, terrible movie though. Uh, but right. <laughs> I understand the logic of why they did what they did, mm-hmm. being that Indiana Jones was always a throwback to the 1930s movie serials like uh, King Solomon's Cave and um, uh, uh, Alan Quartermain and these like adventurers that went into these tombs and stuff like that. George Lucas grew up watching them and was like, I'm going to make one of my own. Yeah. So that's what they are. Mm-hmm. And then. The logic was, and I understand it as a core idea, Yeah, but he had aged up now to the point where they had to then set it in the 50s because that's like the age-appropriate era. Yeah. And the big movies of the 50s were these like alien invasion movies, mm-hmm. you know, Plan 9 from Outer Space and The Day the Earth Stood Still. And that was like sci-fi was a big thing. So I understand yep. them going, well, in 30s it was the adventure serials. Now in the 50s it would have been the sci-fi serials. Yep. So Indiana Jones need to have been more of a sci-fi serial. Yeah. I understand the logic of it, mm. but I, there could even be an interesting way to do it. But they just, it was too much of a put together bits and pieces puzzle that didn't quite fit together and nothing really gelled. It's it's weird that they sort of stuck to that logic. Yeah, like, I oh, agree. he's in the 50s, so what did they like in the 50s? UFO stuff. But that doesn't equate to what do people like now? (laughs) Like, I understand the logic, but it's just like, it's a bizarre Uh kind of line that they drew. This is uh, is what I want to know. They are making another one. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And now let's say it's gone into the late 60s, early 70s Mm -hmm. at this point in which the big Hollywood thing was like espionage thrillers, like all the president's men <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the conversation. And they just make a non-adventure <laughs> yeah. espionage thriller <laughs> with like political intrigue and all this kind of stuff. He just has to save the president. <laughs> <laughs> he, and this is the climax. He whips a bullet out of the air. <laughs> I'd like Wouldn't that. Wouldn't that be great? 
I would watch that movie. Even knowing that that's how it ends. Yeah. Somebody could tell me, hey, have you seen the Indiana Jimmy's? He whips a ball yeah. out of the air. I'm like, sign me up. <laughs> Get me a ticket right now. <laughs> the other thing to consider with the Indiana Jones 5 that maybe uh, will ease people a bit is that a lot of the stuff, Crystal Skull being a good example of this in Indiana Jones, is George Lucas being real stubborn because mm. he was like, it's going to be aliens. And they. the reason there's such a big gap is because he just eventually wore everyone down and convinced everyone <laughs> yeah. that, yes, it will be aliens <laughs> now. And he did not budge on it. Uh. But when he sold Star Wars in 2004, he sold Lucasfilm, which owns India. Right, right. So he doesn't have a say anymore. Yeah, yeah. So Suck they can up. just be like, I don't care what he wants to do. Yeah. Do you reckon when he was signing it over, he's like, hey, so uh, I don't have any rights anymore, but Indiana Jones is going to continue the yeah. alien. It needs, you know. be, it needs to be so, an espionage thriller where he saves, yeah. The, yeah. He saves the president. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will definitely He do better that. not find an artifact. That was just for the 30s. <laughs> yeah. um, anywho, it really, the more you talk about George Lucas, the more it's just like he fell into success. Yeah, I think that uh, he is a very, very talented man in that he created a studio and a whatever, but he's just not that good a storyteller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's and right. And the more people picked up his ideas and ran with them, <laughs> some exceptions like the maybe the latest Star Wars movie being one, generally they did better. You know? Yeah. Being like, oh, that's interesting. You stop now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've done a great job, but yeah. just like, yeah, yeah. time to retire though, isn't it? Yeah. Just like if you read the original treatment for Star Wars, it's mm. called The Star Wars, and I think they even adapted it into a comic book. His original treatment that eventually was belted into Star Wars, it's trash. Yeah. It's real bad. Is there another, um, you know, like producer or creator or something where you think somebody's waiting for them to give up the rights so that they can make their own better, more interesting version of whatever it is they've created? Uh, no, I don't think this is a better, more interesting version, but I guarantee you there are studios out there waiting for Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis to die because they own the rights to Back to the Future. And oh, said, yeah. we'll never we'll make never another one because yeah. you just shouldn't. Yeah, And I bet you as soon as they die, someone's like, all right, fourth one. Yeah, or yeah. reboot or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine how many producers have gone up to them and just tried to convince them with tons of money uh -huh. and whatnot and been like, look, we'll we'll do like a shot for shot remake or something, but we just want to like, you know, yeah. experience this movie again, you know. I do wonder if um, we're not particularly big Harry Potter fans, you and I, mm -hmm. but I know that J.K. Rowling, uh, a huge section of her fan base actually don't like her. Mm, and she yep. keeps like retroactive. She's doing what George Lucas did, which is retroactively changing things mm -hmm. that now read a different way or whatever. And yeah. she'll be like, oh, Neville Longbottom was, uh, he was transphobic. Or like, she'll just like say a random statement. And everyone's like, why, why would, why? Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder whether that mm. fan base is waiting for her to not have control of Harry Potter anymore. Yeah. That's going to be a hard one to take. I think she once said, I, I, I'm sure Stacey will correct this. Mm -hmm. She's a bigger fan than us. That like, she said that in some law that like wizards used to just shit wherever and magic the right, shit away or yeah, something. Like, yeah. It was something like that to be like, yeah. why would you add that as a detail to this world? I mean, it's true though, isn't it? Yeah. If I was a wizard, it's for sure how I'm going to get rid of my <laughs> excrement. I'm just going to shit wherever and then magic, magic it away. away. <laughs> uh, all right, Kimber, let's move on to Today I Advice. So now it's time for Today I Learned. 
This Today I Learned is by Vinegar Fingers. Today I learned there's roughly 100 firefighter arsonists convicted every year in North America, and all of them are serial arsonists. Wow. Isn't that so interesting? Okay, which way do you think it works? Are they firefighters because they love fire and are fascinated by it, and therefore that makes sense that they're like, they they love everything about fire, so they love starting fires, putting out, like it just fascinates them, yeah. this awesome nature. Mm-hmm. Or are they firefighters that are disenfranchised with how little you actually put out fires yeah. as a firefighter? Like, mm-hmm. well, it's so boring. A lot of it's paperwork. Yeah. I'll start a couple of fires and give us something to do. You know, I love fighting fires. Yeah. But you can't fight a fire if there's no fire. I legitimately think that that could be a thing. It's it's interesting, that concept, because for one, so yeah, I actually do have a firefighter friend and he was like... Possible arsonist for all we know. Yeah. In fact, confirmed. <laughs> uh, and he said, um, oh, like uh, most of the time we get called to, there might be like a bin on fire in the city, probably because of like a cigarette butt or something, Uh you know. He said, I remember him saying, oh yeah, just the other day, drove down, you know, in the truck, sirens on, Mm -hmm. get there. He said, literally no other fireman, firefighter got out of the truck. They like handed him a handheld (laughs) thing. He sprayed into the bin for a bit. Sort of just made sure that it was out and said, yeah, hop back to the truck and they just went yeah. straight back. I, I, I imagine like, there'd be a lot of like um, you have to arrive at some tenement building because a fire alarm tripped because someone yeah. did something. Like there's no fire there. Yeah. And they probably even ring and say there's no fire here. But like we have to. Yeah. We still we have to come. check that out. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how many arsonists call up and say, <laughs> don't worry, there's no fire here? <laughs> Um, yeah, I think there's, uh, I mean, uh, one of the, a, a really great movie, um, I remember that I felt encapsulated what it was like for, um, soldiers, mm. um, and the idea of killing somebody, uh, is the movie Jarhead. Yeah. Right. And, she, and I thought they just did such a great job. I think it was Jarhead. That's why he's the sniper, right? Or is that something that might be a slightly different one? Mm. Anyway, let's just say it was Jarhead. Jarhead is a movie about the reflection of boredom of war. In which yeah, they, yeah. They don't but he's actually... a sniper, right? Is he a sniper in that? Um, I think he is. Anyway, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's such a great thing because like they're taught, you know, as soon as you get into the military, you're about like killing. You, yeah. you shoot a gun and you kill somebody and there's like a big sort of a huge element that focuses on that. And they never, you know, he just follows his life and he never gets to shoot somebody. Yeah, he never he's a sniper a shot, yeah. and he's really good. He says, like, the first time he fired a shot was into the air in celebration after yeah. they, you know, like, called off the, yeah, the Gulf War. War. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's just such an interesting concept that I could imagine somebody like that. There probably are some sort of statistics in that, that people get so amped to kill somebody and they never do yeah. end up killing an innocent person, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Because of this, like, sort of build up. And so I can imagine it's the same Similar to this, fire. yeah. You yeah. get all amped up about fighting huge fires, and then mm. you're, you're putting out small bin fires and checking false alarms and whatnot. Yeah, maybe you, you go out there and you start a fire. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, on, on the reverse of that, I think, uh, you know, that idea that, oh, yeah, maybe you 
love fires so much or whatever and that's how you get involved and uh i i think on a similar element oh actually maybe slightly different but i think a profession in which you are kind of the subject of your profession mm-hmm. is psychologists and psychiatrists yeah I know a lot of people that have got into psychology, even just studying and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I've even heard stories about kind of psychologists that just have their own psychological problems. I think it's because of that element of like, oh, I've got a psychological problem. It might even be as simple as depression or something. And you're like, I want to understand this more about myself. So you study psychology and then you get into this, you know, profession. And it's such a like... It's, it's so interesting because I, I think a lot of people I know, anybody that I've known pretty much that's gone into psychology has had some sort of like mental issues and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it seems like the opposite thing that you want to get into because you can, being a psychologist, you can hear some really stressful things mm-hmm. that people have gone through, you know, like certain abuse or whatnot. Um, and it's like this is counterproductive to your own mental is, health is the, sometimes is the idea supposed to be you know there's there's a saying that the best way to learn is to teach mm. if you really want to understand something by teaching someone else it ingrains it better into your mind is there an aspect of that to it do you think by helping others with their problems maybe mm. you'll be like oh actually yeah that is good advice i think that that definitely could be the theory but i think you don't it know doesn't. Exactly true. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it totally works yeah, that way. Yeah. Not saying that it can't. It's a great soundbite, but I think yeah, that's a bit right. like I couldn't teach someone how to disassemble and reassemble a military weapon like they do in basic training. <laughs> yeah. The best way for me to learn that isn't to teach someone. Yeah, else. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what do we got here? Let me show you. Uh, I'm gonna put this on the bag. Oh god. <laughs> um. Anywho, uh, yeah, I just thought that was so interesting. What an easy way to catch arson- arsonists as yeah. well. Can be. Just interview all the firefighters. Before you go out to fight fires, like everyone put your hands out and if one of them's like black and charcoal, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, yo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Make sure you don't. L- you're fall. lucky we're not cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Technically, we can't arrest you. Can't do anything. <laughs> can't do anything. You just- stay here and wait for the cops. We'll go out and fight your fire. Don't do it again. That's <laughs> what we're saying. <laughs> How bad you said it. Let us know what we need to take. (laughs) Uh, All right. Here's another one. Today I learned in 2008, a man altered an old story he had written to resemble Kung Fu Panda, then sued DreamWorks for $12 million. After the court found out he was lying, he was sentenced to two years in prison. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Oh, that was by Snow's Nothing. I don't think I said that. Um Geez, you wouldn't want to go to prison because of Kung Fu Panda, would you? <laughs> yeah. Why are you in here? I murdered a family. Why are you in here? Oh, I, I pretended that I wrote Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have mm. the same sort of ring, does it? Yeah. It, it's like if... the Stereotype maybe, but if you're new into prison and they're picking out the weak chap, you know, to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to perhaps, you know, be subservient. Yeah. And they're like, well, what did he do? Oh, he robbed a bank and he, whatever, what did he do? He got sued by DreamWorks Pictures <laughs> for intellectual copyright. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, he's the one. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think the problem here was the amount of money that he was trying to sue them for. Mm. So let's think about this of if you were DreamWorks, and you're like, 
look, we we can't afford twelve million dollars. That's a lot of money. Um, so we're gonna have to fight this. We're gonna have to have people look into the story that you wrote. Yada yada yada. Yeah. I mean, we know that we didn't steal. It, you know, like the creators, whatever. They're like, we we definitely didn't steal this hmm. idea, but proving it, we're gonna have to put a lot of effort into doing it. If he asked for like five grand, they're gonna be like. It's not worth the money of us investigating. Yeah. I think he, he just needed to aim lower <laughs> and he would have got something. I feel like th- there's a long history of people suing larger studios for what is perceived to be uh, stealing of ideas. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel like it never really goes their way. Never, Because uh, Shape of Water is one of recent history. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I, Academy Award-winning movie, woman falls in love with a creature that's it's some laboratory that whatever. And someone was suing them because they had the same basic idea, but the thing came down to like, yeah, it's not that amazing an idea. That's really, the it's thing. the execution of the movie that was the interesting part. The Matrix was another one that got accused of all kinds of stuff, but right. they, I think they were openly like, yeah, we're very inspired by all this work. Yeah, we've but been- it's different. <laughs> yeah, but we made our own thing. It, it's so hard yeah. to prove something that is, you know, stolen intellectual yeah. property unless it's pretty much the exact same thing. And like, even when it is, if you look at The Lion King and then look at a movie that came out a couple of years before it called Kimbra, Kimbra, yeah. The White Lion, yeah. it's a s- almost identical movie. Yeah. But you know what? They didn't win any kind of lawsuit because exactly. they're like, yeah, but it's different, isn't it? It's like, uh, I mean, we 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 have spoken about this before, but movies like Friends with Benefits and, and No Strings Attached, No Strings Attached, yeah, like they Armageddon are, and Deep Impact and Deep Impact, yeah, yeah. the idea where uh, and we kind of know the the premise for why this happens because somebody's yeah. pitching their movie around to different studios, yeah. and one studio might win, but the other studio is like, yeah, but we still like that idea, so we're going to make it ourselves. Let's uh, take DreamWorks, the people that made Kung Fu Panda, as an example of someone that did this and still got away with it. Jeffrey Katzenberg worked at DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. Before he worked at DreamWorks, he worked at Pixar. Right. And they were developing A Bug's Life. Yeah. He left disgruntled Pixar, yeah. went to DreamWorks and rushed Ants. The Created Ants. the more successful, <laughs> more popular movie Ants. Everybody knew that he stole that idea <laughs> yeah. and it didn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's not enough to like... You know, he's like, it's a movie about bugs. Yeah. Okay. That's a pretty broad idea. <laughs> you can get away with anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's what I'm thinking we should do to make a buck. Yeah. yeah. Pretend we'll sue Joe Rogan <laughs> and say, we did our podcast before you. Yeah. We didn't. But if we say a low enough amount of money, <laughs> he'll just accept it. Or just look at a hugely successful podcast that started after ours. Mm. Then we can say, format of two people talking. Yeah, yeah. That was us. We we created that. Yeah, yeah. We invented that idea. <laughs> Should we go after any other Reddit-based podcast? We are the longest <laughs> running. So theoretically, anything after yeah, us, yeah. we can go in and just say, Or before hey, us. Oh, why not? Give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We thought about the idea before we actually yeah, yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as Reddit was invented, we thought about it. Um, I think that's how we should make our money. God knows this podcast isn't making anything, <laughs> Cambo. Uh, all right, let's move into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. 
This shower thought is by Smokey McTokerson. <laughs> Get him back for episode 420. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, we're all probably born with an instinctual knowledge that we're only allowed to ask someone to repeat themselves three times, followed up with a <laughs> nod of pretend understanding. <laughs> It's kind of like comedy has a rule of threes. Yeah, yeah. You know, so maybe the rule of threes is just some instinct, instinctual uh, societal thing. Mm-mm. And comedy just uses it because it's instinctual. Yeah, that's right. But birds know how to fly when they get out of the nest. Uh-huh. We know the rule of three. Yeah. <laughs> humans, humans are born with the knowledge of the rule of three. Yeah. Um, I Here's the problem. The only problem with this. <laughs> Otherwise, normally flawless. It's like... What was that? What, what was that? What was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think? Uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I agree. Yeah. I agree with. It's hard to. It's hard seen. to have an opinion on it. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mainly because, and this is important. I didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is. There is that what, flaw. What if? Here's here's something I've just thought of. Mm-hmm. You you mumbled something to me. Uh, sorry, what? I think, I think. No, so, uh, sorry, what? I think. Yeah, uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. And then you asked. What? So what do you think? Well, I was thinking maybe self self whatever. So you you throw it back and mumble back. Because <laughs> then I like the idea they've got two more times yeah. to try and get your opinion, and then, and then balls back in their court. Yeah, I like the idea that two polite people. <laughs> Just mumble a conversation to each other, neither of them knowing what the conversation is about after the initial question. Yeah. Sorry, what? <laughs> um, oh, that's pretty genius. That's pretty genius. Uh, okay, here's another one. This is by Meme Boy. Uh, if there was a dislike button on Instagram, people's self-esteem would have been ruined. <laughs> yeah, well, um, there, this this is a thing that's happened in Australia. Mm-hmm as like a test market, is they took away the uh, ability to view that anyway, mm. uh, which are, was met with some criticism initially. Mm. But you know what? Mm. It's way better. Yeah. yeah. It's actually like just mental health wise. Mm-hmm. There is, I, I don't think I'm necessarily even someone that like chases cloud or anything like that. Yeah. But knowing that no one can see how many likes anything got anyway on my end, it really does just mentally free you up to be like, I'll post whatever. Yeah. Which is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's that's exactly what it's designed to do. Mm, and right. it's being manipulated into this like kind of comparative thing. So yeah, in, in Australia, we can't view there are ways around it. You could you can go out of your way to find it out. But if you're just in app, you can't view how many likes or dis not that there are dislikes, but yeah. how many likes or whatever people got. Mm. It just tells you this person and others have liked it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I, yeah, honestly, I think it's a good move. I think that engagement is a really bad metric to measure yourself in a personal context. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I think that I actually like the idea that Reddit has with downvoting. Yeah. But I don't think it should be viewed. I, I don't like the idea of, similar to exactly what you're saying, yeah. the idea that you can see upvotes and downvotes. I think it's a great way well, to curate, um, like, uh, 
sort of content that I mean, I guess the problem is that is is you're only going to get the generic stuff that the majority of people like, and the diversity of conversation might not necessarily be yeah. there. Um, but you can, but but I in the same in the same breath, I like that. Yeah, you don't get the yeah. shitty posts that like have no effort in them, or yeah. the comments that are like you know, like. Um, you might have somebody that's like homophobic or uh-huh. racist or something. You're like, yeah. I don't want to see that so, shit. Am I? <laughs> I like the idea that for the majority, if you're just on the homepage of Reddit, you'll see an upvote number. Mm. But that does also, I guess, account for people having downvoted it as well. Yeah. But you think that once it hits zero, it should just be zero. No, I think you shouldn't even see upvotes as well. Because okay. I think uh, while that's still good at like curating what comes to the top, so yeah, things that generally interest most people probably interest you as well, mm. um, which again is definitely a problem in itself, but ignoring <laughs> that. Um, uh, but I think, the, I think some things get upvoted because they're popular. Mm-hmm. And I think that... It's kind of a perpetual thing. Yeah, it's a perpetual thing. And so I think that you actually might have more diverse sort of, um, yeah, uh, posts Mm -hmm. if you don't see anything at all. Yep. And you're like, yeah, okay, you can still upvote and downvote. I think it also means way less people would upvote and downvote Hmm. because if you can't see it, you can't see yourself like contributing to That's what's true, already there. Yeah. So there is a compliance you, thing to it, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So I think that you sort of would it just end up saying, well, like I like, uh, you know, uh, you, you, the the entry into upvoting something because you like it yeah. is higher. Yeah. So you actually probably have more better quality things. I think about it because there are so many reposts on yeah. Reddit. It kills me. And I do think that, I've mentioned this before, from the average Redditor, uh, because I do the show notes every week, I'm, I think I'm way more conscious about reposts because I'm like, well, we, like, we can't do that because we've spoken about it before. Yeah. And even though our conversations repeat themselves quite often, <laughs> we've definitely spoken about Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull before, but whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, so I was like, I, 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 I'm really interested to know if that would be less upvoted mm. um, because of you can't see it because it's been a repost. Maybe people, yeah, don't feel like they need to as much or there's even an element of like when you comment, things are more likely to be seen. So even if it's not upvoted a ton, if there's heaps of comments, then it will still sort of rise to the top a little bit, be more. That's why you see some posts on your feed that it's like, oh, it's got less than a hundred upvotes, but it's within ones that have thousands because there's lots of people commenting on it. Yeah, yeah. And so I'd be interested to like just kind of disclude those ones as well and just sort of see or, yeah, I just think it, it'd be interesting. I mean, every uh, April Fool's, I think, uh, Reddit does something new. This year was a, a, a sort of game they played. I don't know whether you saw this, but it was like a... Um, there were three images or topics and you had to guess what you thought the second highest um, would be at, at, in just sort of voting for them. So it's a game because yeah. you get more points if you guess earlier <laughs> yeah. on, but then people are trying to pick the second highest. Yeah. So it's not like... It yeah. was a real psychological thing. It was yeah. a real psycho- psychological thing. Yeah, that's right. 
Um, and so, anyway, that was just like one interesting thing they do. But I would love if one sort of April Fool's Day, they're like, for a week, we're not going to show up votes. Yeah. And for them to like analyze that and at the end of the week be like, hey, these are the differences we saw because nobody could see what was being upvoted and what. I reckon that would be really interesting. Um, anywho, um, here's another one. This by My Fireballs. Uh, as a salesperson for sex toys, you can totally tell your customers to go fuck themselves. <laughs> um, I think on this podcast, we can just tell people to go fuck themselves. You can tell people to go fuck themselves in any job. Yeah. It's just about whether or not you'll get fired. Mm. I feel like our listeners are already self, self-loathing. <laughs> that we could say, go fuck yourselves and they're like, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I listen. <laughs> Treat them mean, keep them mean. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how it happens. It's been working for 241 episodes again. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's kind of funny. It's it's one of those shower thoughts that is funny, but there's not much under the surface. <laughs> no, it's, it's accurate. Yep, that's about it. We can say that. Uh, all right, let's move into podnapping. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, I'm being podnapped. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another podcast, and we do it ourselves. Got a freebie this week, Nelson. Oh, I yeah. had an idea for podnapping. Yeah. Then I looked. Timothy has sent a podnapping in. I've got a free one for next time. What a great bloke Timothy is. So um, we got one here from Timothy Marshall. Yeah. says, hello, uh, gentlemen. I'm a relatively long-time listener, but don't uh, write in very much. I've written in once before, but seeing as how neither of you remember any past episodes, I won't bother reminding you. Mm-hmm. Let me, let's just say, Timothy, we remember. We, yeah. Well, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Recently, my younger brother started a blog on all things Australia for school. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you could take, uh, if you all would rate how accurately Aussie his blog is, maybe for podnapping. He sent the link and he says, thanks and keep up the good work. One of the rare emails that actually tells us we do good work. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Because <laughs> Al- one of those is, in between. Our listeners very much also implement the treat them mean, keep them keen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they also tell us to go fuck ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we've both got this website up. What I thought, I had, I had a quick browse over it, but I didn't want to delve in it too mm-hmm. much. I, I, didn't, I didn't want to poison the well, so to speak. I found something that I'm enraged by, Cambo, and I'll bring that up in a bit. I have also stuff. found something that I'm enraged by. Oh, I wonder. It's, it's probably the same thing. The same thing. I, I'm almost certain it's the same thing. Okay, so this is a guide to Australia. Uh, we don't actually know Timothy's brother's name, but let's just call yes, him. Yes, we do. It we is. Do. It is. Hold on. Hold on. It is Jonathan. Jonathan, I okay. think. Yeah. Let's just go with that. Jono. As Jono! It be, as it would be in the Aussie thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's Guide to Australia. It's a lovely little WordPress, uh, WordPress uh, thing. It says, uh, Australia's an amazing country. This blog will tell you all about it. Uh, and then it, the headline is the only guide to Australia you blokes will ever need. Oh. Don't mind that. That's yeah, good. That's it's good. good. It's good. A bit uh, sexist though, because you don't really <laughs> say that to yeah blokes and so sheilas mm, and sheilas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You didn't put sheilas in there. Uh, it's a couple of different categories. Uh, so at the top it says travel, learn about all the places, monuments, and activities Australia has to offer. History, dive into the unique history of Australia. Fun facts, learn about interesting trivia about this fascinating country. Figure out what's the John Dory. And then there's a couple of um, you know, sub-pages that I thought we would check out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So let, let's just go through this. One is a, a slight, uh, I think, website processing issue. 
I did try and get through the history of Australia to see how racist it was. <laughs> uh, I was scared to click on that. Honestly. It actually just links us to deadly animals. So I think that maybe there's a back end issue there. Oh yeah, it does too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's, here's, here's the oh, first. But, but slightly different. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's maybe I just, accidental. <laughs> maybe I just quickly viewed them and it, it thought they were the same. Here's something I want to point out. So far, so good, I think. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the phrase, what's the John Dory? Yeah. I feel like the only time I really hear that in context to Australia is people asking whether or not it's an Australian saying. Right. I don't really ever hear anyone actually say it. Uh, I feel like... It's pretty rare. I feel like what's yeah. the John Dory is a bit like throw a shrimp on a barbie. Mm-hmm. It's perceived as an Australian thing. Yeah. Unless you're actually in Australia, in which case I'm like, I... My yeah. dad is a very Australian man. Yeah. He says most cliche Australian things. Yeah. But I've never heard him say, what's the John Dory? I'm aware of the phrase. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think that it's true. See, I think it would be used more than throw a shrimp on the barbie. Yeah. But yeah, it's not so, that common, but I could, I, I think some people would like go in to like, you know, yeah. meet their Aussie friend and be like, hey, what's the John Dory? I don't know. I can see it a little bit more, but it's true. Uh, uh, to the point down the end, it says, uh, before you hit the frog and toad, please consider subscribing. Frog and toad. Frog and toad and John Dory, to me, mm-hmm. actually sound more like Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah, yeah. Which a lot of Australian lingo yeah. is just bastardized versions of English lingo. Yeah. Good day, good day. You know, like yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're uniquely, specifically that Australian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but perhaps we should start with uh, Australian deadly animals. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's good. So, the Australian Daily Animals says, G'day, mates. Australia has a ton of animals that will supposedly kill you. Crocodiles, snakes, and kangaroos. But you shouldn't worry about most of these animals. People are very rarely killed by them. In fact, the animals you should worry about are probably not the ones you might suspect. If you're planning a trip to the land down under, you might want to learn a little bit about its zoology. Let's Let's dive in. When you think of deadly animals in Australia, you might think of spiders, snakes, or crocodiles. While these creatures are perfectly capable of killing you, most deaths are caused by animals. Uh, caused by animals are other animals. In fact, Untamed Science reports that from 2000 to 2010, the animal that killed the most people was the horse, with 77 deaths. Uh, Australia Bureau of Statistics produced the following chart. Then it's a, a list of animals: horses, mm-hmm. cows, and animals at the top. Mammals, other. Uh, after Mammals that, other. hornets, okay. wasps, and bees are under that, and then sharks, and then under that, snakes, dogs, crocodiles, non-venomous stings. So yeah, uh, contact uh, with unspecified venomous arthropod. That's there's four of those. That seems. <laughs> How did he die? Oh, he had a contact with an unspecified venomous arthropod. <laughs> it's not good. Rats. Rats is one. Mm. That seems like a horrible way to die. Yeah, I imagine slowly eaten by. That number's come down since the days of the plague. Yeah, that's true. Uh, So yes, to his point is that uh, the animals that are most associated with um, being dangerous Australian animals, Mm -hmm. uh, snakes, I think, is a very popular one. Yeah. Uh, It's to do with population density, really. Where we live, where most of the population live along the coast, you're not really getting them. In Central Australia, where less people live, they are a bit more common, a lot of those kind of things. Yeah, that's right. So, wait a second. It's more likely that you'll be killed by a cow than a snake? Yep, that's right. Look at 
look out for those farm animals. There are a lot of other deadly animals that don't actually kill that many people. The crocodile is a frightening animal with the capability to rip people to pieces, but hornets kill more people than they do. Kangaroos. I didn't also- even think we really had hornets here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're certainly not a very Bees common... and wasps, definitely. Yeah. I don't think I've seen a hornet in my life. Yeah. Uh, kangaroos have also been known to cause death, but in the same way that deers cause death when hit by a car. The kangaroos really kill someone by fighting with them. Rarely. But it could still happen. Uh, you should be more careful when you drive them. Yeah, uh, that's also true of wombats. Mm. Uh, if you hit a wombat with your car, your car comes out worse than the wombat. Wombats are just pure muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They're just a they, they can, like, you can die by hitting a wombat with your car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just like everywhere else in the world, you have to watch out for animals, whether you're hiking, swimming, or driving. Just be careful and respect towards and have respect towards all the animals, especially be careful getting onto that horse. Somehow Australia has gotten a bad rep for having a lot of killers, but as you've seen today, it really doesn't. Maybe the continent's reputation has to do with a certain Aussie celebrity posting a picture of a deadly animal in their houses. I'll leave it with you. And he's posted a picture of Chris Hemsworth, which is a giant, giant spider in his house. Yeah. Uh, we have huntsman spiders here. Very big spiders. Yeah. But... Fairly harmless. Very yeah. harmless. Yeah, they they look disgusting and huge and gross, but they yeah. won't they won't they won't touch it. Cool. Uh, how, how do you rate the accuracy of that? That's what we're trying to get here. Oh, uh, yeah. it's true. Accuracy. Uh, it has a reputation for deadly yes. animals. There certainly are deadly animals, but not in any populated areas that is going to really kill anyone. I mean, they've backed it up with statistics, Camber. Can't yeah. argue with that. I mean. You can if you're like on Fox News or something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, what about traveling to Australia? Do you, do you perhaps you want to read this one? Uh, okay, I was just going to sort of briefly go through them. Uh, yep. Traveling, actually. Oh, yeah, I can't, this I one, can't th- open the traveling. Okay, one. this one's quite long, so I'll, I'll just hit a couple of key points. Yeah, yeah, hit, hit some key points. Yep. Uh, these are just uh, places to post. G'day, mates. Today I'll tell you a little bit more about what to do when traveling to Australia to get us in the mood to learn about travel here in the Aussie Aboriginal proverb, traveler, there are no paths, paths are made by traveling. And then he's listed a couple of places mm-hmm. to travel. Uh, it's a list of uh, five. Number five is the Sydney Opera House. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to say this Boring. is very, very, very uh, Sydney skewed, this list. Oh, okay. As I think the world's perception of this country is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Sydney Opera House, uh, Byron Bay is another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to run into a celebrity, certainly head to Byron Bay at the moment. They all seem to be there for some reason. Yeah. Uh, Australia Zoo. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Australia Zoo. Zoo. It's great. It's, I didn't think it was that good. Oh. <laughs> like no better than most other zoos. Okay, Though yeah. Steve Irwin did own it. Yeah, so yeah. So I guess it gets extra Australia points internationally for that. Yeah. N- number two is Sydney. Just Sydney. Just Sydney. Now I'm going to say, and there's a picture of the uh, Harbour Bridge here. Mm-hmm. If you've already got the Opera House. Yeah. You don't need both. They're next to each other. It's not you, even... You look at one from the other. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> like, uh... Also, it's just a bridge. It is just a, <laughs> it is just a bridge. Honestly, I think like I think the architecture of the Sydney Opera House yeah. far more interesting than the architecture yep. of the bridge yep. that looks like a lot of other bridges. If you want uh, Peak Australian, mm-hmm. Paul Hogan. Obviously, best known for the throw a shrimp on the Barbie ad campaign of Australia and being Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. Worked on the Sydney Bridge. He worked on the Hub Bridge. Right. Oh, That's about as Australian as it gets. That's pretty Australian, yeah. <laughs> and then number one is just the bush. The bush. <laughs> we got a lot of it. We have a lot of it. Um, it's quite brown, yeah. generally in the center of Australia. Yeah. That being said, like tre- Queensland is very tropical. Mm-hmm. Um, Victoria is very like mountainy. 
like yeah. fields and mountains and then the center of Australia is very red and brown and mm-hmm. the more the, I guess what people expect of Australia is very much central Australia. Yeah, that's right. Um, accurate? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that there are far more interesting places than Sydney. Yeah, but also can't think of any t- off the top of my yeah. head. Probably. You see the big something. We've Cer- got a lot of big stuff. It's certainly, Big banana. It's big pineapple. It's certainly not Adelaide. Yeah, it's not Adelaide. Don't go to Adelaide. Yeah, it's also not Tasmania. Actually, a lot of people <laughs> love Tasmania. Tasmania is a very pretty place. Yeah. Though uh, very sleepy. Like you don't go there expecting much of a hustle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to go to bed at 6 p.m.? That's where you go, Tasmania. (laughs) All right. So Um, let's get into it. Can I do just uh, this one? I don't know if we're going to go through all this, but I I want to. I was just going to do a food and vocab. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Do food because I want to end on vocab. Because it's got the thing that we're both angry about. (laughs) 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 So Australian food uh, started with the picture of. Giant pig and blanket created for Christmas serves 24 people and weighs more than 10 kilos. Literally never had it in my life. Nora, You've never had pig in a blanket? Not for Christmas. Like, I, is this implying that this is some kind of Christmassy... I mean, it's Australian. No, I think he's just saying... I think it's just the source of where he got the picture. Right, okay. He yeah. said, yeah, it's retrieved from. But yeah. he's saying pig in a blanket is an Australian yeah. dish, which I say is probably... So it's just bacon... Wrapped around a sausage, yes. a <laughs> small sausage of sorts. Yeah, uh, pork. Obviously, like pig in a blanket. Uh, get it, get it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. it mentions uh, Vegemite. Obviously, classic Australian. Delish. Thing. Something I do give him points for. He points out that Vegemite is technically brown. That right. is true. In the same way that Coca Cola is technically brown, mm-hmm. but when there's a huge mass of it, it looks black. Okay, so yep. extra points for that, as well as uh, pointing out the song from the Land Down Under mentions Vegemite. <laughs> uh, he mentions crocodile meat. Uh, now, I've never had crocodile. Have you ever had crocodile? Uh, I actually think I may have. Is it any I good? I imagine it would be quite they... chewy and gooey. I mean, maybe I'm just... I think I remember it not tasting very different from other right. meats. Right. Yeah. Uh, which actually <clears throat> is like kangaroo too. Well, Kangaroo is kind of just like, yeah. just a, I don't know... And red meat of sort. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he mentions kangaroo next. The kangaroos are very lean meat and it's quite chewy. Because mm. uh, kangaroos are very lean, very muscular. Uh, yeah. So they, they actually serve sausages here called kangabangers. Yeah. Uh, they're like, you find them in supermarket and stuff. Or you, you can get like a steak of kangaroo. Mm. Um, it's not bad. I don't mind kangaroo meat. But yeah, yeah. it's... um. You need to be in the right kind of mindset. To eat. It's it's very very lean, very very chewy, a little bit stringy. I think it's also because if you cook it like you cook a steak, it becomes like an overcooked steak. Yes, because it is yeah. like that, and that's where it can yeah. become superior. Uh, but I think if you cook it, you know, sort of almost quickly, it's not as bad. Yeah. He also goes on to mention a very Australian thing, which is uh, putting beetroot on a hamburger. Yeah, uh, yeah, that is somewhat divisive. Still, I would say. Yeah. Um, do you for or against beetroot on a burger? Uh, yeah. I'll put it on there. I'm for it as well. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, seafood pizzas. So um, the idea is of like- Is this not a thing in other parts of the world? Uh, it says that pigs in a blanket are a pretty unique American food, but the Australians made them into the way all food should be made with lots of meat. What? This just starts talking about the- this is above the pizza image. Anyway. <laughs> Pigs in a blanket in America, I believe, are like you put the sausage in, in dough and and you bake it and the the, the uh, dough form I, I think this is yeah, true. Forms right. around the mini hot dog. Right. 
and that becomes a picket of blanket. We wrap meat. Oh, in meat. we put meat on yeah. it. Right. Oh, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, none of this. Yeah, none of this batter stuff. <laughs> we'll just chuck more meat. Uh, Sorry, I thought that that was going to um, talk about the seafood. But it did not. <laughs> yeah, I thought I didn't think that seafood pizza would be that crazy Australian. I, I don't know if it is necessarily uniquely Australian, yeah. but I think it's more popular here than it is. Right. Probably, let's say yeah. America. And, and it's just prawns, people. really. It's not yeah. like we're putting like salmon yeah, on yeah, pizza yeah. necessarily. Yeah, there's yeah. probably pizza out there you could do that. But what about egg on a pizza? Is that an Australian thing? It's on the uh, the Aussie. It's on the pizza called the Aussie. Yeah, has so. egg on it. Just a big egg right in the middle. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, it's good. Uh, and then, all right, let's get to Aussie vocab. Boy, boy, boy. So this is about Aussie vocab. Uh, it starts with obviously g'day, mates is a friendly Australian greeting. Mm-hmm. A couple of other terms you might have seen uh, on this site are bloke. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Spoke about that, yep. Uh, hit the frog and toad. Yeah. Uh, we're not sure how common that. I, yeah. I, I've i never used it nor had anyone say it to me. Yeah. Find out what the John Dory, what's, what's the story? Mm-hmm. By the way, frog and toad, road. John yep. Dory, story. I, I don't know if we made that clear. Uh, bloke means jolly good fellow or someone you naturally like because they're a good dude. Hit the frog and toad means hitting the road. And finally, John Dory is finding out the gossip. Mm-hmm. More specifically is what's the story. story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gossip is. Yeah. Anyway. Now. Nelson, oh, do, do you want to read this Let next section? Let me read section? this. I'm glad that we both had the same section. Picked up on this. Australian YouTuber Laserbeam has coined the term bloody legend. I wish... I wish that negative buzzer was more loud and annoying yeah. just to <laughs> reflect how untrue this now, is. We don't watch Laser Beat. Yeah, I know of him. So, yeah, same. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether this is a perceived thing. Yeah. That, uh, you know, Jonathan has heard it a lot on his channel and just assumed. Yeah, yeah. Or whether he's claiming he did coin this term. Yeah. In no way. Did Laserbeam coin the no. term? Bloody legend Bloody has legend. been around forever. Yeah, this guy is really young. He <laughs> he would be like in his early twenties, yeah. probably. The phrase has been around way longer yeah. than that. It, and if he's claiming that he did coin it, yeah. that's not a bloody legend thing to do. Yeah, that's, that's a right. shit cunt thing to yeah. do. <laughs> that is a shit cunt thing to do. What a shit cunt. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so uh, he also uses the word crikey a lot. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so did Steve Irwin. So did Steve. I think that was popularised through Steve Irwin to the rest of the world. That's true, yeah, yeah. I mean... Even before Stephen, and I don't remember people saying crikey. Mm. It seems like uh, the word struth is another one as well. Uh, yeah. I think it's generations ago, maybe it was more popular before everyone started calling everyone a cunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't believe this. Yeah. Can I just tell you? Because that is of the this, biggest error in this whole I thing. I think the website should be taken down <laughs> until this has been rectified because it's such yeah. an insult to yeah. the Australian language. <laughs> uh, next time you see a bloke, you tell him uh, when it's time to hit the frog and toad, tell your buddies. He's a bloody legend. Uh, I would also change buddies to mates. Yeah, mate. Mate is a very, like, it's not uniquely Australian. A lot of English people say mate as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, we would say yep. mate rather than buddy. Yep. They actually, he actually also mentions here that put a shrimp on the barbie. Uh-huh. In my opinion, this is a term is overused by non-Australians. Yes, and correct. Yeah, we, we yep. sort of agree and spoke about that. Uh, so that came from an ad campaign specifically to Americans. It was yep. a campaign called Where the Bloody Hell Are You? Yeah. Uh, Paul Hogan started in it, and it was in that ad, 
and it popularized that phrase and Foster's beer, mm. both of which you won't really find here. Mm. As well as I also want to point out, there's a food item called a bloomin' onion, which is often associated with Australia. Not an Australian thing. Yeah. It's served in the Outback Steakhouse in America, but it is an American thing. We don't have bloomin' onions here. Yeah. In fact, before I saw it on a TV show, I think, I'd never heard of them. Yeah. Mm. Uh, true. Uh, and then uh, going work walkabout is a uniquely native term. It means go outside and do something. Uh, not quite. Uh, it's an Aboriginal term. Uh, and a walkabout is like a long journey, a spiritual journey normally as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Though to walkabout is to go outside and do something. But the term in the Australian thing, a walkabout. Yeah, it's not like... It's more of a spiritual Aboriginal term. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say that it's... Saying they go outside and do something is not quite right. It sounds like, oh, you're being yeah. lazy, go on a walkabout. Yeah, but yeah. like to, to go on a walkabout, you're, you're doing like a life changing journey, <laughs> spiritual kind of thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, also points out the cry cooey, uh, which is, yes, uh, you've done it correctly there. It's, yeah, this long, accentuated call if you're lost, generally. Again, I didn't really know that that was typically Australian. Uh, yeah, no, I did know that. Uh, so one more term, yip yip kui. Uh, sorry, chahu. I've got kui in my head. Yeah, yeah. This term originated with Australia's Comedic Brothers YouTube channel called the Fairburn Films. Uh, it's a type of greeting, and uh, it's the name of their comedy tour. Uh, that is just that. Yeah, uh, that's not an Australian. Just thing. some Australian <laughs> guys did something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there you have it. Now you know some Australian Nobody lingo and can impress yip, yip. your friends. Yep. A lot of Australian strine is based on the way Aussies pronounce words. The Aussie accent is one of my favorite accents, and from it we get some pretty bloody good words. If you have anything that you think should be added, let us know via the comments. Stay bloody legends, you awesome blokes. Do uh, you know what he means by strine, by the way? I'm assuming it's just it's supposed to be Australian, but how we say it. Yeah. Yeah. So because I was saying to uh, I was speaking to Ellen about this, and I said I'm not sure what strine is. I don't think I've heard that before. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, it's meant to be strine. Yeah. Strine. Yeah. But I've never seen it spelt out like that. <laughs> and I always felt like S-T-R-A-Y-A-N. Yeah, yeah. Strine. Yeah. Strine. Yeah. Strine. So that does seem like an American way to try and pronounce it. Uh, a lot of American pronunciations of Australian things really emphasize things that we completely ignore. Yeah. Even in the word Australia, I think we've talked about this before. They really emphasize the AU Australia. Like yeah. That. Yeah. We completely ignore it. Yeah. Don't need it. Don't need it. Don't put it in there. Uh, How would you rate the accuracy? I, not bad. Not bad. There's, okay. there's a, a couple okay. of things, okay. mainly in the vocab. I mean, just, yeah. Mm, yeah. I can't overlook that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That puts a real dampener on the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember anything we spoke about We, we should also point out Bloody Legend is a very popular thing to call someone Yeah It just didn't come from yeah. this YouTuber uh, I would also add the term shit cunt Ah uh, shit cunt, what's shit cunt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, if it's for school, maybe not Yeah, babe Don't put <laughs> But that for the most there. part, not bad, not bad Pretty good, pretty good um, all right, uh, now we can move on to the Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Uh, I might do the one from Hazza, if you want to get the one from Zimbo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. Uh, Technically, <laughs> we're doing this out of order. Yes. But I did forget to put it in. Yes. In uh, place. Zimbo has emailed it, and obviously he now skips the queue being a fuckhead podcast. Yeah. Go on here from Hazza. Uh, not Hazza, Hazza. <laughs> God, this gets confusing. 
she, she begins, gentlemen cunts. <laughs> I have Classic. a quick update and correction I need to share. First, I have decided to start courting Dory in order to capitalize on the loophole fuckhead podcast listener privilege. Smart, smart, smart. Yeah. Uh, don't tell her I'm still planning. I'm still in the planning stage. Okay. Uh, Dory, don't uh, <laughs> listen to that bit. Also, I did not make Zimbo's ring, unfortunately. Uh, he is a rare one that actually gets his ring a week before proposing. Shocking, but people do that all the time. That is crazy to me that you'd be like, I'm going to propose in two days. I thought oh, he get did a, ring it a bit before <clears throat> then. No, I think she's saying that people get a ring within a week of proposing. Oh, oh right. Pretty right, commonly. Right. Sorry. Yes. Especially if, because um has a Meg's ring, especially if you're getting one made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do assume I need this a week. real quick. <laughs> Long yeah. it's crazy. Ring size, I don't know. Just uh-huh. uh, use my finger. <laughs> uh, she does continue. I should point out, though, he still needs two wedding bands. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, love you guys. How's up? Um, I like the honesty of Hallie because I would have just committed to the lie that we told mm. everybody, which is that she made the engagement ring. Yeah. Because then... If for some reason, imagine Hazim uh, cures heart disease because he is a heart doctor. Yep. Um, Cardiologist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, there's, a name, there's a name for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, heart doctor. <laughs> um, they could be like, oh, my God, what an amazing person to have cured heart disease. It kills most people in yeah. the world. Yeah. And then they start talking to him. Oh my god! Blah 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 blah. Oh, where'd you get your rings from? <laughs> yeah, regular conversation to just have regular conversation <laughs> with somebody that yeah. you know. Hallie could have been capitalizing on this. Mm. She's already out of herself. But we do respect the Odyssey. Yeah. While we wouldn't have done it, <laughs> while we wouldn't have done yeah. it, we. Oh. I like to say some people respect the Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether I do. You're right. Yeah. You know, the key to my heart is lying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, but yeah, get on to uh, that Zimbo. No pressure at all, but definitely buy your wedding bands from uh, from Hallie. You'll get a mate's race. Thirty percent, fifty percent off. Hmm? Yeah, if you use the promo code Zimbo, uh, What's your name. <laughs> um. That'd be smart because we could say, yeah, get 50% off. Hallie, being as dishonest as she is, mm. could just double the price. <laughs> it was originally $10,000. Yeah. I'll give you two five five thousand. <laughs> it was already 5000 <laughs> Smart, smart, smart. Anyway. Uh, okay. This is this uh, email's from Zimbo. Uh you guys, uh, the subject was coffee. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You need to read this in a very particular tone, I feel. You guys are so bougie about coffee being so particular and fancy in Melbourne compared to everywhere else. They definitely have flat whites, lattes, and cappuccino in the US by the same definition you use. I let it go for the first time you mentioned flat whites like nobody else has it because of the rule not to fact check you guys. But this time you specifically asked for it. Come off your caffeinated high horse, Zimbo. Yeah. And then he's actually put, um, he's attached a little image of uh, of coffees and how they are. Uh, yep. It's just like this is actually uh, a very small image. How much will it be? Oh, this is hard to see. Um, but yes, yeah, it's got all the, all the uh, uh, coffees in here. Espresso, Oppio. What is that? Doppio. I can't really read that, which it looks like a long black to me. 
So like short black, long black. And then Americano, mm-hmm. I think this is kind of what we were talking about, which is like, it's just, I can't really read this image very well, but it's like the coffee, but then just water, yeah. you know, to top yeah. it up. And because what you see classically in like American television and cafes is that filtered coffee, which ah. is yeah, just like water and a bunch of coffee. And uh, that very rarely here, I would say that we have yeah. that uh, um, because we have better coffee. Well, a <laughs> couple of points I want to hit. Yeah, yeah. One, we're Melbourne boys. And yeah. if you're looking for a cliche of a Melbourneian, mm-hmm. it's being really snobby about coffee. Yeah, yeah. I don't even drink coffee. Yeah. And I, I know I'm snobby about it. Yeah, exactly. Because our coffee is better than yours. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. American coffee is trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't be like just because our definitions yeah, are the yeah, same yeah. <laughs> means that your coffee is better. American coffee is trash. The other thing I will point out, uh, I have had American friends that have come here and what they're more surprised at is how available it is. Right. It's everywhere mm-hmm. like yeah. i would say most places you ever visit including like child's play centers yeah will have really good coffee yeah, yeah really yeah. good coffee is not relegated to cafes which you would think it is it's everywhere because i'd say the cliche obviously in america is like starbucks like yeah. that's where you get your yeah. coffee but like for us that's like Ugh, you got your coffee they, from Starbucks? Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they tried to launch Starbucks here. Do you remember yeah. that? If, well, there's still some around yeah. that survived, it, but it failed pretty bad. For the yeah. la- for the most part, it was yeah, like a lot no, of people no. were like, "This is trash. We are way too <laughs> wanky for this yeah. this sort of uh, coffee." Uh, yeah, so like even like local sports events have just ridiculously high quality coffee <laughs> for some reason. Like it's um it's not so much that it is necessarily mm. different. It's just the availability is way more than I think anyone expects it to be. I uh, I, I do want to uh, defend what I said here a little bit as well, because I asked yeah, if they were yeah. the same definition. And uh, part of the reason why I asked that, although I didn't say it last week, is that because when I went to America, the last time I went, I was in Los Angeles and uh, I asked for a soy, fat white, that's what I always yeah. sort of get, or it might've even been a latte. And when I got it, they, they asked me if I want sugar and I said, no sugar. Mm-hmm. And then when I got it, unbelievably sweet. Yeah. Like, I was like, this is like, th- this is so bizarre. I, I basically feel like I got a dessert kind of coffee. So my other, my, this is my next question. Do you guys put sugar in your, in soy milk? Like, is it, is it in the bottle already? Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, there's, is there like sweetener added to soy milk? Almond is what I need to know. I think have sweetened and unsweetened versions. Generally, we used unsweetened here, but maybe it's just sweetened. Maybe it's really common there to be. Can I also just say why we're on this? Yeah. Creamer can fuck off. Get rid of creamer. What the fuck is creamer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, many years ago now, I went to America with my mom, who was a huge, huge coffee person. Mm-hmm. And the, the idea that she wanted milk in coffee was so foreign. Because <laughs> yeah, right. they're like, no, no, creamer. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, but creamer can fuck off. Creamer can fuck off. Because is that sweetened? I don't really know what it is, to be honest. It's yeah, it's like a thickened, sweetened milk. Yeah, like like thickened. Uh, yeah, thickened milk. What do yeah. you call that? Thickened milk. Creamer. <laughs> creamer. You call it creamer. Um, no, I was thinking of something else. Anyway. <laughs> also, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna say that no one else in the world has ever heard of a flat white. <laughs> I don't care what you say. No one else has heard of it. Mm. I think uh, Timmy's been lying. <laughs> Don't, don't, no one write in pretending you've heard of a flat white, all right? We don't want to hear it. You've never heard of it. And we're sure of that. Exactly. 
Uh, anywho, that's it. So thank you for writing in Zimbo and Hazza. And Timothy. And yeah, and Timothy, yeah. Uh, if you would like to... that free pod epic. But not Jonathan, because... Uh, LA's a bean we'll thank him when he corrects that yeah. one glaring mistake. Yeah. And then he'll be a bloody legend. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us at Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. Um, we'd also appreciate it if you could uh, subscribe if you're not subscribed yep. already if you could uh, rate us mm-hmm. on whatever podcasting app you're listening to and we never say this but if you just get a little tattoo of us just a little one we'll send a picture for reference if you want it doesn't have to be big also uh, don't just get uh, Snoo who is the Reddit mascot oh, no, no, no. of us of us yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very specific. in fact leave Snoo out of it yeah <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Don't mention Reddit at all. <laughs> just fix our mask. Or the podcast. It's just our, our faces <laughs> is what we expect. Please. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening and we will read you later. Bye.